Hey, hey, welcome to Horns Up. I'm Animesh. And I'm Peter. And I'm sorry, dear listeners, but this is my sexy Batman voice this week because <laughs> I have a sore throat and a lot of snot. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. So excuse me, dear listeners. 2% of ladies are getting seduced by it. <laughs> of listeners. I didn't even know we had lady listeners. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when I force Karen to listen to an episode, <laughs> that's besides the point. <laughs> Target on point. <laughs> Target on point. So, yeah, do excuse me if you hear coughing through the episode. I'll try and edit those out, but hey, whatever. Peter, you're coughing a little bit as well, no? Yeah, dude. I hate it. It's the worst time of the year for me. Actually, it depends, right? It's a good time for me to listen to all the black metal and doom metal, but uh, I just hate the rains, and it's got progressively yeah. worse. Hmm. So the changing of the weather in Bombay also now, and then what is becoming an annual tradition, brings with it uh, the time that Peter and I quite look forward to, where it's the middle of the year, like literally almost. Right, we are off by a couple of days, maybe. And that means it's a perfect time to recap the last six months or the first six months <laughs> of the year. Try and compile a list because we love doing lists about the music that's on our minds and the best of the year until the year so far. That's a long thing. We'll just call it Moom first half. <laughs> to 2022 or something of that sort. Yeah, that's what we're doing today. Um, also, I think this also becomes a great way for me to revisit at the end of the year because going it through makes compiling year, the year end list yeah. so easy, you know, not no, like, okay, know, not so easy, but you get what I mean. So there are two hacks, right? When I earlier, I used to use last.fm. Oh man, I miss that. I that's when I would actually know how much I listen to, but then half the music I get is not tagged properly and all of that. So mm-hmm. that went out of the window. Then Spotify kind of helps it and all of that. But there was a time I I think you'd still do it if I'm not mistaken. I used to actually make an Excel sheet of okay, these are all like the music albums that came out. This is the Indian ones because I would think about like making an Indian list, and then all of it was just like too much effort into not much output. So I was just like, I ditched that. So mm. Mm. I think Horns Up has kind of replaced that because at the end of the day, let's be honest, right? We only talk to the artists we really want to talk to and we are interested in. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't talk to them. So that's kind of replaced. And superseded all of this. Uh, yes, Horns Up has become the outlet for these kind of thoughts uh, from my end. But uh, yeah, you are you are pretty much bang on as to how I collate my lists. It's still old-fashioned note-taking uh, on Excel and notes. Yeah, I've moved from personal blogs to voicing it out and saving it for posterity later so that our listeners, including the 2% of ladies, (laughs) can also listen to it in perpetuity whenever they want to be seduced by this lovely Batman voice. (laughs) Okay, cool. So uh, this time, yet again, I think we're changing how we are presenting this information to you. Uh, We've got, we've each got 
around 10 albums maybe more maybe less uh, that we want to talk about we have we split them into two groups as such one is a group of honorable mentions and the other one just to make it fun is uh five to one rank list of sorts um so peter take it away man your honorable <laughs> mentions just list just list them out okay so i have to say right the only thing distinguishing the honorable mentions to the ranked ones is just the sheer amount i've spent in the last 6 months listening to them right mm-hmm. purely that uh easily one album could have come in one of the ranked list but okay disclaimers aside here we go Al- in alphabetic order uh, astronoid radiant bloom okay cobra spell anthems of the night it's so Ooh. good or right. an ep made it to my list normally yeah. i never put yeah. uh dusk the imaginary dead uh-huh. uh girish and the chronicles hail to the heroes i finally saw these tracks live and i think yeah it it really leaves a uh, impression on you mishuga immutable i know you have an opinion on this one uh skullfist paid in full uh septic flesh modern uh, primitive <laughs> and Vorga striving towards oblivion. I mean, dude, you're laughing, but the thing is, all these albums, right? I just realized I spent so much time listening to it, and you've already said it, right? Like we've spent so much time listening to it for the podcast research and stuff like that. But then these are the albums I go back to post that also. So mm-hmm. that's been mine. Come no on, the reason right. i was laughing or giggling was because a lot of those albums are on my lists too no surprises and a lot of them have also made it to my top 5 so we will be discussing those some of them in detail i want to talk specifically about two albums three albums actually that you or three pieces of music that you called out uh the meshuga one the cobra spell and the astronoid one I'm going to be straight and honest when I say I didn't enjoy the Astronoid album. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. I I don't know. It's so so here's the thing with Astronoid, right? Like I enjoyed Air. So if I wanted to Air listen Air was the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Air was to, fantastic. That's what I'm saying. Like so it I came in as literally like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So if I wanted to listen to Air part 2, I'll just go listen to Air. Uh Exactly. I like, yeah. Yeah. I I like Radiant Bloom because they I mean and I'm going to be slightly nitpicking here but if there was one minor thing I would change on air would be like the whinyish vocals <laughs> and that's something that on Radiant Bloom they've kind of done better so I was like hey okay this is definitely there but I I mean also it's also the contrast right if you look at just my list so far uh you yeah, have that one to sticks have- out you have to have a radiant bloom and an anthems of the night to kind of balance out i don't know uh vorga uh striving towards oblivion and definitely a mishuga immutable because i know you're mm. going to come to that next i really enjoyed <laughs> it man i mean for me it's mishuga exactly how i expected uh yes i mean you the same argument could be made about air that i said uh if i wanted to listen to old mishuga i'll just listen to old mishuga right mm-hmm. but uh it i don't know these guys just keep finding some new way to kind of mess with your brain every time and uh, i found like i must say right because i've seen them a couple of times live mhm they're clinical that way of like, course it, yeah. it's not like you know 
what you're listening on the album then suddenly live with something else it's kind of the same you and that i think just the fact that they are so on point in there i don't know man like i mm. i just feel that like the entire the drums just that whole rhythmic thing oh man polyrhythms yeah for me that okay. was there what is the third album the no that was the cobra spell one i'm surprised it made it that high because oh, yes it's, it's a fun party listen but yeah. uh, i i yeah. really enjoyed that and and i think what also like distinguishes this ep to the uh, earlier one is this this has that 80s vibe captured it's just like yeah, absolutely and it's everything it's proper party like i don't i think there's no better way to kind of uh, describe it you just want to like kick back listen to that and it's four songs right so yeah, i think it's quick yeah so it's not one of those albums that kind of uh go too much like i think if if it was like eight songs then there would be some cheese in there and all of that but this is just perfect you want to kind of like you know palate cleanse between i don't know dusk mm. again and then septic flesh you have something like that put mm. in so mm. that's the way i look at it yeah coming back to my meshuga opinion i think it was during one of our uh, chats with ravi that i i kind of summed up my reaction my not reaction as such but my feelings about the new meshuga which i've heard a total times like a totality of just two times so far and i didn't want to listen to it anymore <laughs> because no so my my point of view in, of about meshuga's new one is that is it a meshuga album no doubt about that like is it still the best form of what this kind of music should be yes probably it is but if this is meshuga's whichever album and this was my initial reaction to tools uh, fear and oculum 2 right like if if this much of a body of time has passed since your previous release uh instead of serving up another great iteration of the same kind shouldn't is it is it right for a listener or for a fan to expect more uh to push the boundaries yet again because as an as a fan as a listener i'm looking towards the best to take what we've heard and push it to another level ahead and i don't know if immutable uh does that in terms of pushing the boundaries ahead but, but is but it i will i will say this uh i wonder if your opinion on immutable will change like your like how my opinion <laughs> about fear and oculus has changed i don't think so yeah. i don't think so but whatever we'll 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 address that uh eventually That's okay um since you've done more than five honorable mentions i'll include uh some more albums to my honorable mentions but i'm 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 doing cheating where i'm <laughs> going to include a, a couple of uh, non metal releases also in that list all right yeah. so let's start over with the non metal releases uh the weekend's dawn fm fuck yeah i listen cool. to the weekend he's fucking yeah. awesome yeah uh steve wise in violate is that uh, your non metal yeah that's that's non metal oh wow it's not a... metal it's it's steve vai doing <coughs> like i'm in pure awe of that man just because of that hydra guitar that he created holy fuck 
like who else other than steve <laughs> Martin, right um blood incantations time wave zero which i think like if i were to do this on last or fm that would be my most played album of all time mm. uh this year of all time this year so far but i don't know it's not a metal release per se uh and this band called beautiful distortion uh, which released a spectacular album called the gathering again teetering the line between metal and non metal but kind of in that post metal kind of a territory uh my honorable mentions are yes i've got girish and the chronicles with hail to the heroes um fetal blood eagle oh that was fun album those yeah, are fun album with indoctrinate uh man eating orchid with hive mind um primitive man with insurmountable and this one's the weird one sacus tolis with among the fires of hell actually dude that uh, i want to start with that one right because you were the one who linked <clears throat> me on to it didn't it just basically sound like old school rotting christ like it was just like it is yeah. i mean it's 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 rotting christ from a dead poem era yeah. and the the one point about about among the fires of hell is this is sacus's first solo album <laughs> and i kid you not it while listening to it uh the spoken word vocal style that is using here it makes the songs sound more like a motivational podcast at times <laughs> and maybe it's because i was working on a project that had similar vibes <laughs> but, <laughs> I have to. I have to go. You know the one that you that, that I'm talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. But but think about it. If if Sakis Tolis can do that, hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now 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 I'm gonna re-listen to it uh, in there. But I I really like the few singles I heard. So the entire album's out now. The the entire album came out. Uh, he basically released. a song per week as yeah, such yeah. and it's a collection of i forget how many songs but it's it's a great album to listen to from start to finish because it's 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 exactly like um, early rotting christ and if you're a fan of rotting christ music uh, you already know that sacus is by default the the dave mustaine of his band yeah. right uh, <laughs> i love that <laughs> he if sacus probably hear this he'll probably kill us <laughs> <laughs> by by even mentioning that but yeah <laughs> he gets what we mean yeah you yeah. all get what we mean no bad blood so i've dropped the ball on the primitive man album i mm-hmm. need to uh, check that out and uh, a couple of my friends in the states actually got them live so i'm very that is the yeah yeah so that is the turning point for me as a primitive man fan because I've only been a huge fan of them ever since I caught them live in Singapore. I don't know how many years back. Uh, their their brand of droney super doom is what I call it, like because it literally like it's like a it's like an anvil that or more than an anvil. It's like that hydraulic pressure machine thingy which obliterates anything in its path. Yeah. That's that's what you feel like. uh coming down on you when you listen to primitive man and um insurmountable has long songs the pace will definitely take some getting used to but the more time you spend with it the more you will appreciate it so 
if you haven't checked that one out do check it out um all the others they've all they've all been featured on horns up i mean yeah right gerish and the chronicles listen to hail to the heroes and then come back and listen to episode 171 of horns up fetal blood eagles and doctrinate listen to the album then come back and listen to our breakdown with uh, guitarist jim gregory about the track decompression disembowelment on episode 170 man eating orchids hive mind check out the album then then come back and listen to the band chat with us on episode 180 um we wanted to try and get primitive man and sakis on the podcast but hey whatever uh, no, there's still I, a lot of year left yeah and which reminds me we need to get uh, jim gregory back on the podcast cuz i think oh, yeah. like he he lo- he loves the kind of metal nerdery that we do yeah. so yeah mental yeah. note <laughs> mental note mental note indeed already so those were our honorable mentions let's now get di- get down to our ranked lists how do you want to do this you want to do this one you know the number and then one by one yeah, at yeah, the yeah. same time yeah uh, announce them that, at the same time cool that, that's the already i don't think we'll have a lot of mixtures but who knows let's see um cool our number 5s 3 2 uh, 1 septic flesh oh. modern primitive ooh okay <laughs> so yeah so, well temple of void is on my list too no surprises yeah. septic of septic flesh was on your honorable mentions yeah so the only reason i'm going to put a disclaimer here temple of void is number 5 is cuz from the 5 this is one of those albums i've listened to the least hmm. in the time that it's kind of come out and all but uh, yeah i suspect like this is not going to stay 5 at the end there cuz it's a fucking spectacular album and uh, like reading the reviews it just kind of blows my mind that just how polarizing something like music can be right like yeah. while both of us i'm sure it's higher on your list now that you said is just that how everyone else has like if i may use the term right the mishugaish expectations that you have so i i loved it and i think what makes it cool is that the guys are also really fun to chat with so yeah mm. yeah but uh, i want to hear your thing on the septic flesh album Okay so you know how there are some albums that immediately make you wonder why you weren't giving a band their much deserved listening time right uh, modern primitive is that album for me because it made me wonder why I wasn't listening to septic flesh or giving them their due um i also think it's because it continues in the vein of their uh, like the albums just before modern primitive which is that which is including that symphonic cinematic uh element into it it's not cheesy at all it's not overdone at all it's heavy as fuck and that kind of melody like really fits in so beautifully with their music um these tunes kind of became earworms just after a few listens that's surprising right yeah they've just continued to remain so it's it's becoming one of the weirder albums that i myself am surprised by as to how many times i'm going back to listen to it but i'm happy with that um and yeah if you'd like to know more check out our chat chat with satyrus on uh, episode 181 yeah and you know i'm want to add this right is this album is what i would expect behemoth to be right yeah right and behemoth i don't know if you heard the new single no i haven't i know they have got a new album releasing uh, yeah later. but i don't know like when you hear like the, for me it's like how do you put it and i hate using these 
motivational kind of thing but you know potential right of behemoth like what behemoth can do with all the money and all the backing and everything they have and then they end up doing like this cheesy stuff because i mean let's be honest all of us like have listened to behemoth over the years and then when you listen to the last couple of albums you're just like why right i like i have a very stupid theory about the behemoth fandom in india i think a lot of it has to do with how well uh, uh sahil managed to get all of us to listen to evangelion <laughs> and ever since then because sahil hasn't been uh, working with behemoth on the albums after evangelion the <laughs> behemoth stock in india has dropped considerably dude but i mean i have to say it and i i know we should be talking septic flesh but the comparisons to make is un, like unavoidable here the satanist was such a good album yeah and the satanist was a decent album yeah, yeah and after that it's just like i don't know i i i want to reserve my judgment uh not and not say anything based on a single but uh, like i'm going to have low expectations of the beam with album okay enough beam and talk <laughs> number 4 number 4 okay chalo 3 2 1 card the chef liminal right wait sorry okay, that didn't make any sense peter what's your number 4 card the chef liminal right which one is yours mine was wo fat the singularity oh yeah that that's that's one I of those missed that one didn't you yeah that didn't make the cut but i'm telling you check out since you liked septic flesh so here's mm-hmm. me pitching uh kardashev liminal right to you it's a progressive album uh they've got like they they call themselves international but well they're a north american band cuz they've got like a canadian drummer and it's it's progressive man it's like one of those albums you cannot just sit and listen and be like ha i'll do work you got to like immerse yourself and listen to it and uh, it's out on metal blade records really cool guys mm-hmm. uh, what i really liked about the album also was just how it kind of flows seamlessly right it's not like it's a proper album it's not like singles like you can hear the singles and stuff so it's not progressive for the sake of progressive like kind of showing off and all of that there's like an entire story through it and all and i think that's what really kind of got me to the album right you're just mm. following the story uh in there but wo fat i don't think you need to pitch cuz uh, <laughs> that was a fucking cool album dude yeah i'm a, i'm a sucker for good stoner music even though i'm straight edge uh <laughs> <laughs> the singularity is a fucking long album right it's around an hour and 16 minutes uh it's only got seven songs for what it's worth but those seven songs just like you said about uh uh the album you were talking about uh the seven songs take you on this wild ride where the time just flows by it's meant to be listened to as an album they weave emotion and music in and out constantly pushing and pulling uh exciting you at times relaxing you at times it's a superb album and the cover art is a cherry on the cake um check out our chat with ken stamp on episode 184 that's uh where we really dig deep into what yeah. made the singularity so awesome um so yeah that's number 4s let's move into number 3s um on the count of 3 yeah okay. let's do this once again 3 2 1 
night Calfest voice of the ah, wow i didn't expect this by the way yeah you didn't i mean I the night expect- album the night album is on my list too yeah. no surprises <laughs> so uh, let's talk kaskalpis first then why were you surprised that that it's so far high up on my list come on you know me well enough by now yeah but i didn't think you'd like the album that much that's what, that's what i felt it's infectious yeah i know our chat with zack was very different than what we expected <laughs> uh, i mean i could still hear him say shantaram <laughs> in the background but uh, you know what like i i'm got to give credit where it's due right that album is fucking catchy as hell like yeah while someone may say it's formulaic or whatever but to that that album like I, i would love like can you imagine skullfist and girish and the chronicles oh that would like, be a fucking super would, yeah, yeah that would be funny and I mean, that, that would be a fun gig honestly Yeah honestly the the two other bands I'd add to that would be uh, since we're doing one indian and one international add uh, add cryptos and night why not oh dude fuck that's yeah. good old celebration uh, a celebration of good old heavy metal i don't think you should be surprised that night voices of the cronian moon are on my list and so high because yeah i'm not surprised about it at all dude that album is just so that's catchy bad. I mean I I just find that sound the way they've got it is sublime. Yeah. Like it doesn't it's not supposed to make sense. But when you listen to it you just cannot stop listening to it. Mm-hmm. It, it it it's so much fun and uh, yeah I just kept going back to it because I really enjoyed uh just the whole way it's packaged right because and I think huge credit to them just the way they got like the mix and the entire production down right? because on paper if you read about it yeah it like, shouldn't make sense it shouldn't make sense right like how does this work what how do you kind of have the vocals how do you have this and then they just make it work so yeah mm-hmm. kudos to them for that yeah i'll talk about the night album a bit later uh but skullfist here's what i really liked about paid in full as compared to the previous work it's definitely more grown up it's yeah. more mature but it doesn't uh no but it also doubles down on the fun aspect of it in a way right and to me it's a great example of a musician leaving his personality firmly onto a piece of music this could not have come from any other band who does this kind of a sound because there's only one zack shotler and he's responsible for skullfest yeah yeah and i i mean he makes no bones about it right exactly exactly it, it, like, it's very clear just the way he kind of goes about it and uh, he likes to do it in a fun way like i think it's also in a way because i've been following skullfist for a while right where and i hate to kind of use this word to describe them but they're maturing right yeah he he kind of talked about it also how just basically he he realized just doing all the vocals and all the kind of party and all the fun stuff on the earlier stuff now it's you can see just in the themes and everything right mm-hmm. i mean i'm glad that he can still re-record and put out heavier than metal cuz i love that song mm-hmm. it's like so much fun yeah so yeah to know more about all of that and more uh well just l- check out episode 186 it's it's a fucking insane candidate yeah. 
yeah i mean one like of, i think one of the chats one of the highlight chats we've ever had on horns hub i know <laughs> all righty uh time for number 2s which if you've been following the podcast so far and doing your diligent homework you know what my top 2s are but you don't know which one is number 2 and which one is number 1 um so yeah uh let's do this then uh number <clears throat> on the count of 3 1 2 3 Undead. Apple avoid summoning ah. this layer. Hmm. Okay, now nah, I know. So let's let, let's talk about yours first, dude. Undead man, fuck! What an album! Like there was so much hype about this album mm-hmm. uh, in there, and one good thing, right, is that it wasn't like an overnight sensation, right? Because these guys have kind of been doing the demos, slowly building it up, and now finally, like Prosthetic is kind of putting it out, and. Uh, I love how the album's also titled "It's Time to Rise from <laughs> the Grave." I mean, I know it might be too soon to call this the death metal album of the year, but man, what a fucking album! Like again, this is just like on brand death metal, right? Like when you see the cover, you know it's a death metal album. You're not surprised. And then, of course, you know uh, when I spoke to Alex, uh, the vocalist of Undeath, I mm-hmm. I had to like ask him. I was like. So how happy were you when Chris Barnes did that whole statement right and he's like trust me i want to send the album to him because after that they just started selling far more uh-huh so yeah man i think like if if i have to think about like death metal in 2022 uh you don't want like you know the cyborg death metal or that ultra tech grind and stuff like that you want fun stuff like uh, undead so mm. Yeah, that that's definitely number two for me. But okay. again, you, I I want you to talk about Temple of Void. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it should come as no surprise to you. In fact, yeah. it should be more of a surprise that it's on number one, right? I know, right? <laughs> I I I was like when when we spoke to them last week and we were like talking about the album. I'm like, ah, I know what Animation's number one is. So <laughs> like that's why the one and two uh, surprised me. But before you go, I want a quick reaction because I know what your number one is. Yeah, right. I want a quick one. Does I, I want a quick reaction on my number one? Okay, and go I, for I, it. And I, I wish you a video. Hey, wait. Sorry, before we do that, Temple of Void. Uh, uh-huh. check out the fucking album. It's 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 beautiful. It's one of those albums that you can zone out to. At least that's the way I'm perceiving it because I've been using it a lot where I need to be with my thoughts and process them. um and also once you're done checking out the album to add more context uh check out our chat with the band which was episode 187 on horns up now talk about your number 1 okay are you ready for it yeah fuck like Wait, is feel... this is this is this author and punisher no <laughs> you didn't like that one either is this zeal and ardor Oh shit actually I I wish I spent more time with it no are you ready okay. for it then go for it ghost impera holy fuck what yeah <laughs> are you peter <laughs> I I love Dexy this is why we I wish we were a video <laughs> podcast just cuz you could see animation's face <laughs> is that is that peter papa papa emeritus cardinal whatever copilangio whatever Dude. you're in ghost have you have you like possessed peter Kotikalapuri, Ten Crusher, a Ghost album is your number one album so far of the year, dude. I it's have not listened. even metal. 
<laughs> See, that's I. That was the thing, right? Like we had this entire discussion on whether it's metal or not. But I've listened to this album the most this year. I mean, it is so good. And the thing is, how do how do I put it? Like, if I have to put it in food terms, right? It's like sugar, pure sugar that you know is bad that for you. But you want to go back to because you just want that one sip, and then next thing you know, you eat it like half. Polish the, the whole thing off, no? And you're just like, yeah. oh boy, what is up? But man, it is so catchy. It is so dark, and I think that's the thing, right? It's like for me, and again, it should come to no surprise to anyone who's heard the album why it charted on the billboards. Why? Oh, yeah, this? yeah. Like for me. So someone tweeted about this recently, and I replied, uh, which will kind of formulate my thoughts better about Ghost, right? So they said, "Who do you think should be like an ideal metal band, or who's currently an ideal gateway band uh, for metal?" And I was like, "Ideally, it should be Ghost, but unfortunately, the truth is, it's actually Five Finger Death Punch." Mm. <laughs> and I think that's the thing, right? It's a great way to initiate people into metal, get them to. understand just like the whole thing but it's not metal right like that's the thing it's got the imagery it's got everything and it's such a damn catchy album hmm. no for for what it's worth uh impera is definitely more is definitely heavier than previous ghost albums uh there's no doubt about that it didn't i i i wasn't too enthused about it only because i'm ex- again it falls into the meshuga trap for me it falls it's it's what i would expect a band like ghost to do mm. and clearly this time it's it's leaning towards heavier stuff maybe it also has to do with uh what the band itself went through um and the fact that they need to double down on their identity a bit more with a new with this album right maybe maybe that's why i was expect like it didn't surprise me that the album was so good and it didn't surprise me that the album was heavier and because it didn't really surprise me as why it didn't end up making it to my honorable mentions or or way, my it, list so just a quick thing on uh, ghost so there was a picture of them at the end of that tour mm-hmm. with all of them unmasked and stuff like that and uh tobias forge everyone kind of knows yeah. now it's it's not but guess who's one of the guitarists of ghost fuck i should know this i remember reading about it but i'm forgetting where sodomizer from uh, bloodbath <laughs> again see it's it's not sub- yeah yeah Why and that that, that was i was just like wow like from bloodbath <laughs> to ghost so if you think about it in yeah. a way we've got 6 degrees of separation to ghost huh? because we yeah. ended up speaking to dan swano who also yeah. was in bloodbath so <laughs> oh well tobias forge if you're listening yeah <laughs> that'd invitation. be that'd be a fun invitation one. yeah yeah that'd be a fun one so of course my number one is night voices of the cronian moon Um it's an album that I'd already declared my number one pick for the year in the week of its release way back in February or March right Bay Area leather and denim heavy metal that 
basically takes everything you know about heavy metal and just amps it up with shit tons of attitude and authenticity i'll go out on a limb and say this if this album was released in the 1980s we'd probably be doing one of our all a's or something about yeah, this yeah and and that's the thing about a band like them also right because i'm going out on on a limb and saying this i don't think they've hit their prime as yet yeah yeah like that's, the, the that's raw potential is there holy shit these guys could be the very next big thing and i yeah. hope they do yeah so i mean like i watched a couple of live videos because this has been my thing that i do now uh, i sit and watch live videos i watched a few videos of hellfest and when i watch all these like raw you know phone videos and stuff like that i was just like man like why am i not in north america <laughs> why am i sitting <laughs> here in india because everyone's touring night was touring and it, it's fucking great to watch all of those gigs honestly yeah and to know more about the the night album voices of the cronian moon you can check out our chat with the band that's episode 174 and with that it's a wrap on our lists so far but we still have 6 months left and a lot of stuff to look forward to today the day of 1st july you already have the new albums from municipal waste uh, out you have a new album from conjurer out you have uh those are the big releases and well besides that there's a wormrot album coming out there's a the psychroptic album which will officially release there's a ken mode album that's going to be released okay finally <laughs> uh carl sanders is coming out with another solo effort yeah uh, russian circles is coming out spirit adrift are releasing a compilation album yeah i mean what the fuck uh long distance calling they have a new album coming out machine head have a new album coming out yeah, whatever sai have a new album which will be released soon ozzy osbourne's like still alive and doing another album <laughs> yeah he put out the luha behemoth lamb of god devon townsend and i don't know at this point in time i think the biggest album of the year seems to be the new megadeth yeah I, what did you think of the single i haven't heard it yet okay because so just to add another band in this mix is a band called wake from canada yeah and 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 that that was the thing right like with just what we do we have access to all this music but it doesn't fall in <laughs> the whole thing so yeah there's a reason why we haven't been talking about it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well Okay, what did you make of the Megadeth single? Oh man, spoil it for me. It's spoil okay. It? Megadeth. Yeah. Let's just say Dave Mustaine has a point to prove. So he's trying to do that. But like when does I he feel, not have a point to prove? I mean, see, that's the thing, right? Like the I think even you look at it and we've discussed this, like the whole reason why Dave Mustaine does what Dave Mustaine does is because Metallica exists, right? <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> But I must say, and again, I'm going out on a limb and like call me out or whatever. But you know how Ozzy's voice is now on the new single? I'm sure you heard the Ozzy single. No, right? I haven't. So basically, Ozzy auto tunes, right? Yeah, so that's how he kind of sounds. Yeah, remotely. What Dave Mustaine doesn't want to auto tune. he's falling in that Aussie okay. and at this, and at this point i'm just like 
okay man like we get it like if if it wasn't your band then definitely there would be another singer <laughs> but uh, for me his voice has always been the weak link and i think mm. and i think i don't know why how like, are the riffs oh, like that that's the thing like again i'm these are all my hot takes i'm leaving for the end of the episode but listen there are better riffs than there's been on an entire metallica album <laughs> Okay, yes. that's 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 honestly what I was expecting, and I'm glad you're saying that because you don't like calling a spade a spade. I have more rose-tinted glasses for Megadeth than you do. Yeah, no, dude, fucking, I'm I'm excited to see just what, and it's been the hype, right? There's so much talk. I think which, which by the way, which means when the album's out, we should definitely do a special episode to it. It's yeah. just that. there's so much around this album right mm-hmm. they've been talking about it for a while then the whole thing with uh Dave Ellison yeah. then the who's the new bassist him re-recording this is so much around this album uh in there and all of this without even one single being released huh? <laughs> nope. then the final the single releases Alrighty, plenty of stuff to look forward to. If you have your lists ready, why don't you share them with us? As always, you can do that on hauntsupport.com or on Twitter at hauntsupport. I'm at Twitter. Sorry, I'm at Asmoani on Twitter. I'm at Trend Crusher, and this was Hauntsup. Hauntsup, guys. <laughs>